What is up, Guardians? We are back once again, once again, for a brand new episode of Cosmodrome Radio. For, uh, broadcasting on all uh, like frequencies, we are here kicking it, talking about the, the game we love more than anything. Destiny 2 is having a good time. It's been a rough week for some of us, <laughs> both myself, uh, Pain of the Paladin and uh, Prismatic, uh, both have COVID, so we've been kind of getting kicked in the butt. But we, we said, you know what? We're gonna survive, and we're gonna give you a show and tolls here too, which is great. <laughs> I um, nicknamed this episode the COVID special. Oh my god! Um, well, originally this was gonna be <laughs> what 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 grinds Panda's gears about GMs, but according to Toll, but we're not gonna do that. No, um, that that was a fun time though. That was a fun seven hours. It, it was a, a hell of a seven hours, but it was fun, definitely. We were um, trying to do the corrupted GM for seven, seven hours. hours, and we finally got it done. And then we we did a couple more here and there once we figured out what to do. But it was just, oh lordy. Um, but don't forget, the folks, that you can follow this podcast on Twitter at Cosmodrome Radio, and like we are available on all podcast platforms: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, Amazon Music, and Audible. Wherever you listen to us, iHeartRadio, we are available. So make sure that you subscribe. Make sure they listen. We had 66 people come out and check out the first episode, which is amazing. I'm excited to see us grow. So thank you all for that. We're going to kick it live and keep it going. All right. So first things first, I definitely want to give some shine to it. Solstice, what's known as Solstice of Heroes, that man... I have not really been enthused about this year with Solstice. And I like part it partially is the armor. Um and like it's just the armor itself hasn't really been appealing to me. I, I appreciate what they've done with the armor system because now it gives people who just never wanted to do the grind of dungeons for high stat armor over and over again a chance for triple one hundred stats in certain builds, which is great. But to be honest, I just I, I, I this happens every year where I just don't want to do the grind of solstice more than like a couple times once I get most of the stuff because it just wasn't a big thing. And then there was the whole thing with the hand cannon and the shotgun helping people like super overflow their weapons. And, and everyone thought Bungie was just going to let it go. But then they nerfed it within a week. And I'm like, y'all really thought Bungie was just going to allow y'all to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I'm just like, while I appreciate the changes that have come to Solstice, where like the system has evolved, I just it it, it ain't been fun. It ain't it ain't been, like it's been fun to do the bonfire match, but like 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 I said, I just like it, this this event isn't for me all the time. Like Nautics more my speed. Like old school, uh, like a haunted uh, like Halloween time was better for me when we had the Infinite Forest. Like I, that that was just me. Um. Prismatic, I don't know if you've enjoyed uh, like Bonfire Bash at all. What, what you have, like, when you've been up and around, how you feeling? Uh, uh, as someone who's done Solstice every year when it's come out, while I appreciate that it's not as much of a grind as it usually is, where you start with the what is it like the blue, the green, and then the blue, and then the purple, and then you got to do the final bullshit. It's nice to not have that much of a grind, but we had people in our clan who did it all in one day. Like, that, to me, seems like it might have been a little too streamlined. Or they could have switched it up a lot and added other things into it instead of streamlining it that much. Also, not a huge fan of the way the ornaments and stuff look this year, but... I'm glad it's not just me because, like, I just I wasn't like feeling this armor. Like, I, I went like back and bought the, the past two years worth of armor, but I didn't mess with this year. Like, I'm glad it's not just me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of. I wasn't a huge fan of last year's. I like last year's more than this year's, but the years before, the two years before that, those Fair were in my opinion were better. Fair enough. Toll. I'm also a sucker for any armor, armor, armor that'll let me have 2020 was a great year for Solstice. I'll say that. <laughs> yes, it was. 
Yes. I like how they did the armor. I really love that. I like that they made it super accessible to so anybody can get triple stats or the, whatever stats they want for their armor, whatever build they're trying to go for, you can kind of go for it now with ease because you can target the specific spikes uh, and you, that you want. Yeah, everything else doesn't is up to par, but this is Solstice. That to me, this isn't like the big showcase event. Not like Guardian Games, the Dawning, <coughs> or the Halloween event. This is kind of like the holdover event until we get to the good stuff. That's fair. Technically, the next the next event should be Moments of Triumph, but that's not all all necessary. Well, next is going to be Halloween. Moments of Triumph is until like the it's end of the year. year. Moments of Triumph normally falls right after uh, Solstice. I know, because I order my shirt in the middle of That's summer. That's weird, because last year we did it year. after the 30th Thanks anniversary. Uh, I, I don't know. I just, like, I just, like, I could have sworn moment, Moments of Triumph was later, but I'm, I'm tripping. Um, but, you know, like, that was the biggest thing about this, this year that was super cool, was the 100 stat armor thing because it gave accessibility to a lot of people but it like you definitely have to peep a youtube video to kind of understand it because buddy like like there's things that go into it like there's the, th- the three different stat blocks i was like the, like what three there's the two different stat blocks of the top three and the bottom three that not everybody understands because like the mobility resilience and recovery are in a separate section than the strength, the intellect, and the discipline. So and there's a lot that goes into it when you try to like add certain spikes to certain armors. So like like you gotta help, like hope that you get the spike you want when it comes to certain like things. Like if you want to boost intellect, you gotta like hope you want to like boost uh, resilience or recovery or mobility as well. So like those things kind of go into it as well. You can't just like boost. Discipline and, and well, you can move discipline and like you can't like, like you can't always get what you want with those if that makes sense. But now so you can get the because the solstice armor gives you a plus twenty in one slot automatically, and then that pairs with the plus ten from the ghost mod, so you can have a crazy stat boost armor. Yeah. So you know, like the the, the 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 solstice definitely has a lot of potential, and it it's it, like this system. I will say, um, this year's uh, like event in the EAZ is a lot more like fun and simplified compared to the previous ones. Because going around and getting all those chests, man, that got tedious, that got annoying. But this, you just throw stuff at a tree and you keep it moving. Like you just, you just like just lob that thing. You can be across the map. It'd be a lob that thing. It is, it's so convenient. So they simplified the challenges to get <laughs> to level up the seasonal armor. Ooh, yep. You are totally right. You are totally right about that. So it's like and on top they, of that, it works towards ooh, getting the seal. That's true. Because like I like hell, just doing other content in the game allows you to get closer to the seal. I played trials all weekend this past weekend and was able to get almost all the stuff. I think, like, I think I'm at 18 out of 24 for the seal. Like that's really cool. So, like, there's very much they they've made this simpler. I know there's a lot of people who have already like gotten the flamekeeper seal on a toll hat. There's people who've gilded it already because of how easy that system is. So, like, so some folks are eventually getting their first title, which is kind of cool. So, shout out to them. Like, 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 there's been seasonal ones too, which have been simplified it. So, like, I appreciate that Bungie is making it even easier for people to get their own seal while also having a little bit of challenge to it. Like, you can't just go pick up a seal. You gotta do a little bit of work for it. But I I appreciate they're making them more accessible, if that makes sense. Yeah. But, like, that was, like I, I think that was pretty cool. I wanted to, like, like give highlight to Solstice, because Solstice is a big thing every year. Um, I might need to even change the freaking... Um, the poster for the like the, the thumbnail for the episode because the the uh twab kind of like kind of smacked us on the head a little bit like that that'll be the third topic but I would I wanted to complain a little bit so um I appre- <laughs> I appreciate that um a lot of content creators all agreed on the same thing that the corrupted grandmaster nightfall is one of the worst things Bungie has ever invented. 
God, like, it was bad. It was bad. Like, bro. Like, they, like I, I, I want to I tell people, if you ever want to do a Grandmaster Nightfall, if you're high enough light, please never be afraid to do it. Look up guides, like, like get a team together. Hell, like, like search me out on Twitter or on TikTok. Like, I will help you with it. It is very much a situation where that, like, the, that challenge is worth climbing that mountain for. Like, cause oh, yeah. when you, cause when you, it, it's, it's like, it's kind of like this, like, that's sort of like, like comparable to Dark Souls, where like you finally like bang your head against the brick wall enough, and then you, when you finally penetrate the brick wall, you feel like you did something, and you like it's the- that kind of thing. Because when you go in there, you don't expect to get one shot by certain things. You don't expect random ads to be places they shouldn't be and like ground <laughs> slam your entire team, uh, like, like versus. Straight pain, bros. Like so, we we uh, were in we're in the, the Grandmaster Nightfall. First, like first level of the bridge goes super easy. We knock out a couple champions. We roll through super easy. Elevator super confined. Takes a lot of skill to get through. The phalanxes are your worst nightmare. The taking phalanxes will end careers because they will just boop you and so fly times. you off the like either they will fly you off the map and kill you or just the boop itself will kill you which like, is you think just you're far insane. enough away you are not you're not like you can be high to be behind a wall you can be behind a barricade and for some reason the way that Budgie has coded the taken phalanxes they just end your career like there's just like they go through barricades it's, it's it like it may it makes having a barricade seem useless, which is it's frustrating. But like once you learn that, like the rift, the well, the like the bubble, yes, the bubble can't protect you. Uh, but the rift, like, but, but the barricade, those those three things, the rift, the well, the barricade, are not the end all be all way to survive a on a grandmaster. You will die. Your health will not recover fast enough. If you're sitting in a well and if, like the well can't save you, like we watched multiple times as our couple warlock friends kept dying to ads while sitting in a well. You think you're high enough light, like especially now with, with with solstice going on, try to get yourself high enough where you have like hundred recovery, hundred resilience, and then a hundred intellect or something similar. That way you can have those stats ready for a GM. Because man, you gonna be hurting. Like if you have anything less than like like eighty or ninety in Brazil, you're gonna be smacked. Like it was so funny because uh, one of our clanmates would be like, "Why am I dying so much?" And I'm like, "What's, What's your resilience at? Sixty. That's why. Like you're gonna feel it. It's it, it sucks. Bunchy. So it's like and then we're going we're going through it. We get to the big um like." like ballroom area of the corruptor strike where the two ogres keep pulling you between the, the ascendant like the, the, the ascendant plane and the take it like uh, like back and forth between the taken and the regular ogre and there's an unstoppable ogre hat like, like in that room with with the regular version of the dreaming city and a couple of times uh toll would just shoot at it like thinking he could stun it do some damage to it whatever no big deal but then when he would shoot at it, when it was across the room, by the time we keep flicking through reality between the Taken world and the regular world, we would come back to the regular world every once in a while. And the unstoppable ogre had like either walked up the stairs or he jumped up and just freaking ground pounds the ground and just kills all three of us. And it's just wipe. Like you can't recover. You can't respawn. It's just dead. And we're just like, what? It's so scary too, because you're coming. You're coming back. You don't know what's on the other. What's gonna be there? And it, you just die, and you're like, it's just death. It's so scary. That in the hive, <laughs> hive knights with their boomer guns. Ooh, are yes. the boomer guns are cracked in GMs? They will one shot you, two shot you. You'll be hit from across the map. You'll be hit from down the stairs. You'll be hit from everywhere. That's just, uh, it's like, like it just, it whoops you and it, like it trains you and it teaches you 
to um, appreciate like your life in this game when it comes to like, 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 like that's not stupid, but honestly, no, like it genuinely teaches you to actually like think on your feet more and be in sort of a like, like a high level content mindset. And um, I'm gonna give props to Dado. I don't, I don't, I don't always love giving props to Dado, but like he made a video about a year or two ago, like about a year ago when uh, Vault of Glass came out. And it was it was called Elitist Dado complains about people complaining about Master Vault of Glass, and he made a really good point where he's coming off Elitist, but not in a way where it's meant to be a dick. He's like, "Yo, I understand you don't like that there's high level content, but this content is here." For when you hit that echelon, when you when you get to that point, it's not like trials where you're just always when you're just gonna always get pub stopped by by messed up PvP sweats. No, if you dedicate the time to build the armor like set that you want to like build the like the build you want of different mods and whatnot to grab the right guns for the loadout and go into the grandmaster or the master raid or whatever. If you build yourself correctly, you can conquer that. That's why the seal is called conqueror. So like when you walk into these high level content situations and you don't have the right loadout on and you get frustrated, you have no one to blame but yourself. And like he said it in a way that came off kind of messed up. So like not everyone like really absorbed the message, the the message, the, the message. So it's like, you need to like actually like hear that a little bit. It's not saying, yo, we're gatekeeping this content from you. You <laughs> like, 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 we're mad at you because you don't have the time in your life to dedicate to this thing. It's, hey, when you have the time, like, to fit, like, to use the seasonal challenges that Bungie is giving you to finish the season pass, to get to like to go from level 100 to level 200 by playing. Nightfalls by playing the seasonal challenges that Bungie gives you. Hell, even just PvP, because I played Trials all weekend and it took me till Monday to get my flawless, but just playing matches gave me so much PvP. I went from, what was it, 180 to 220? So you definitely have a lot of potential to do that if you dedicate the time to it. it like it feels like Bungie's kind of gatekeeping that content because you don't have the time. But it's not what they're trying to do. They're just giving people who have the time and the ability to devote into that the ability to like reach for that challenge. Like, like, am I am I, am I coming off correctly? I think you're fine. Cole, Toll's dead. <laughs> or Toll's muted. <laughs> I'm not dead I'll yet. Say, I will I'm not, you but, if you if you want to start. Grandmasters, I would not start. Oh, no. With no. Start with Lake of Shadows. It's easy. Like Lake of Shadows, there's inverted spire. Start with. Hurt. People know. Look, go to Reddit and people know. People will be posting the easier GMs and the, their strats, so keep an eye out for that. Most definitely. Like, because the, like, there's inverted spire, there's um, arms dealer. If you do it the, the cheese way, there's Lake of Shadows. So there's a lot of potential for you to go through and do this content if you have the time to dedicate leveling your character to go into that content. Like, it feels rough. It feels like you can't open that door to access that content, but it's just there. Like, like I hope I hope that came off right. Oh, yeah. I, I hope that did. That, like, that was sort of my... Like, now, when it, now when it comes to Sadia... In the boss fight, man, she can kick rocks. She can kick rocks. I don't care. Budgie said they nerfed her stupid little like blast attack, her AOE like bounce attack. Man, they can kick, they, they, they can kick rocks. Like, because there was literally multiple times where she would like, because it isn't just, oh, we're going to like bounce you off the map with her AOE. We're going to have a ring attack form around you, boost you into the air. And then boop you off the map. It's like, 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 like they make it bluntly clear. We want to knock you into space. And in a in a high level content situation, that sucks. So like, like I never did this like pre them nerfing Zadia, but I I, I never want to see that. I never no, want to see a, it. 
if you look at the modifiers for the the GM, there's a modifier specifically for her blast that makes it better. That's horrible. I hate that. It's just, <laughs> it's just like, man, she, especially when like at the worst times, she'll just carry you into the ether and you just have no control over it. There's been a couple times where like I've caught myself or like the couple warlocks we've gone with have Icarus stashed out of it. But sometimes you just can't escape that, man. It, it sucks. So, you know, like, the, the Corrupted is not the one to start with, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, so, you know, that, that was just us wanting to bitch about, like, like is there anything else you want to bitch about, Tom? Because I, I got it out of my system. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Tom got oh. his bitch. Tom, you keep going, like, like, you keep muting yourself weirdly. Are you good, dog? I mean, he did well, say apparently, his friend is there. That's true. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll edit that part now. It's fine. Uh, but no, like, uh, from there, we had the TWAB, which, man, that was a... <laughs> oh, now you're back. Now I'm back? I don't... What are you doing? <laughs> Me? Like, you keep dipping out weirdly. Like, are you lagging out, or are you, talking, or are no. you doing other things? No, I'm not. I'm literally sitting here just laughing. Oh, okay. I'm like, what's going on? Because I, I literally said, yo, like, you, is there anything else with, with, with the Grandmaster you wanted to complain about? And you didn't say anything. Yo, Looney Bird? Okay. Um, but no, so the, the, the next thing on the, on the docket is the TWAB. The TWAB came out and, like, it kind of caught everybody off guard with how beefy it was. And now we're in an interesting situation where we got a thick twab talking about a lot of changes that are coming to Destiny 2. And there's going to be a lot of people that aren't happy about this twab. I'm going to let the PvP sweats cry all they want. I'm sorry. As someone who mainly plays PvE and then has to go play PvP for certain things, I am happy. There's SBMM in this game. Honestly, it's an interesting change. But I like how they're saying they're only putting it in certain modes. They're keeping it out of other modes, which is good. Right. Like, well, like I think, that, like, so what, what are we talking about, guys? So, first, like, so the halfway through the TWAB, they, they mentioned that they're adding skill based matchmaking to, or like, a, how do they phrase it? Because it's a specific way they phrase it where it's loose skill based matchmaking. They're trying to eliminate pub stopping, they're trying to el- eliminate this idea. That like a whole six stack of like trial sweats can roll through a control match where casuals come to get their pinnacles done and just whoop everybody into submission or like an iron banner match or just like anything that isn't survival and just whoop somebody into shape. Like they're trying to eliminate that because it makes it so people don't want to touch PvP when like brand new lights or people who just want to come get their pinnacle like similar to that or just like people who don't sweat pvp like that like toll said where you don't do that kind of stuff and you don't expect to just get rolled over on and get mercyed in a control match of all things where you hear Shaq say i'm calling it that says you're kind of getting your butt kicked a little bit and now we're never calls it soon enough what is that he never calls it soon enough. He always waits till it's painfully like ninety something to five, and he's like, "I think I'm gonna call it." Like, really? <laughs> now you're gonna call it? And I like how Bungie so went he called into... it like five minutes ago. <laughs> Go ahead, I like, how, I like how Bungie went into detail with how their S- skill based matchmaking system works. They explained it out perfectly. They really did. Like, like you definitely would have like like peep asked across this video or something similar because this is a beefy twab. Like if we sat here and read all this, we'd be here all night. Like it's a Look, lot. Go watch uh, p- someone who's more of a PvP person explaining it than a PvE. I mean, but... I'm both. I, li- I like my stuffs. And I like I play trials, so I understand what's going on with it. They're trying to like specifically implement it like outside of survival and elimination with things like control or like the other fun modes that you like Iron Banner. Because they really want to eliminate things like that, but also they're trying to stop. Like I wouldn't say like, like, like they're just trying to like stop that thing of like, yo, we have this really sweaty PvP player 
going up against a new light. That's the yeah. main purpose of this. They're not doing it to punish PvP sweats. They're doing it to put you in, in, in the place where you fit in. They're trying right. to put those boxes in place. And when people hear skill-based matchmaking, they start complaining about it. And, and one of the biggest things that you hear with people complaining about skill-based matchmaking is literally, I kid you not, I carry my friends through content, so why would I like skill-based matchmaking, or why is skill-based matchmaking in place? Because it makes it harder for my friends to enjoy the game. Well, like Johnny Carey, man, what if we lived in a world where... Like, your friends could play on an echelon level where they fit in, and you play over here where you fit in, and you don't bring a whole group of sweats over to a control match and make brand new Susie Lou Lula, New Light hate her existence and never want to pick up the game again when the lore is already confusing enough and she doesn't understand what's going on. And that's a thing. Your friends Timmy and Tommy can enjoy that by fighting her on their level because they don't know as much about PvP as you, and we don't have that system. Because to this day, that's the reason why people complain about the new trials, uh, like uh, flawless pool, is because they do carries. They carry their friends through content, so they don't like having to fight people on their same level while having to take care of their friends. And that's valid, but that system can't exist in skill-based matchmaking, and you don't like that. You don't like having to do that. And if you like, you're you're basically like picking up your two friends and putting them on the same staircase as you, or the same step as you on the staircase, and they have to fight for their lives versus you going down their staircase and fighting other people and being a god, like. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, like the I there's nothing. That's one thing I did like and hate about the way that they used to do Iron Banner is I knew that I could go in the first Iron Banner of the season, get my whole fucking quest done, and I wouldn't have to step back in that shit show the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. But now with the way that they did Rift and the way that they made changes to Saladin, it's not like that anymore. Oh. It used to be if I didn't get everything done first Iron Banner of the season, I was going to be screwed by the next time it came around because you have these people that can level up and get all the, you know, XYZ. Now, <laughs> you don't have to worry about baby guardians getting stomped by six stacks when they've never played Crucible before. They can actually develop an appreciation for the game mode and actually think if they want to go back in mm. it. Or you know, cultivate skills or anything. I like what like Bungie's doing is they're lo- implementing their what they call a loose skill-based matchmaking and only putting it in control in season eighteen. You're not expanding. It's a it test out. run. It's a test run. I like that. They're gonna let us get used to their system in their one mode. They know they don't have to mess with because it's okay. Yeah. So like that's the biggest thing where it's like. They're not doing it to like they they even talk about it specifically in the twelve, where they're just like, we're not trying to do this to punish high level players. We're doing this to help out other people while also putting you with your other like fair squads. And like like it just it like that that middle ground of the carry people where you think you're you're doing good by helping your friends, which you are. You have good intentions, unless you're doing raffles and you're trying to, like, pay for carries, which that's a whole other debate that we're not going to touch today. <laughs> um, no. no. We're not touching that today. Touch that debate. Well, like, we'll, 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 we'll get there at some point, but, like, this is the second episode of the show. Um, but, like, if you're helping out your friends and you have good intentions, that's cool. But... That like like they're trying to look at like trying to eliminate mercies. They're trying to have like better final score differentials. They're trying to have less of a gap between the top player of the of the match and the bottom player of the match, where you have like one person with the highest KD in the whole match versus like someone who couldn't even get one kill. That's what they're looking at. They talk about that in the twelve. So like, if you think I'm lying, if you think I'm like Bungie's full of crap, read the twelve. They like, explain everything. all of their stuff. So please make sure you peep that twab. Um, Speaking of the twab, 
this week, this weekend's trials map is officially Eternity. Thank with 39, you. With thirty nine percent of the vote. Thank you. Thank you for actually That's listening to me. Split. Like I appreciate people who listen to me because like Eternity is such a pretty map. All people did for so long was complain they never had any diversity in their map choice. And they finally said, yo, let's go to eternity. And I appreciate that. Because before when they had a vote, Vostok was on the plate and no one wanted to go to Vostok. And I'm like, are you out of your mind? Vostok is a great map for, for trials. Why don't you want to go? But yeah. We also completed the community goal to get that emblem. You have until August 2nd to pick that up. Nice. Cool. Is it Bungie Rewards? Yeah. yeah, it's in the Bungie Rewards. Yeah, until, it, it's like, like yellow and blue. It has a cool like setup. I might even uh, link to Bungie Rewards. That way people can get that. Also, there's new Prime. There's new Amazon Prime Rewards. Like, there's a cool ship, cool sparrow, cool ghost. That has a cool snake on it. Uh, there's a, the, the, the flip the table emote, which is kind of cool. So, if you, have, like, if you want some free loot, link your Amazon Prime to your Twitch Prime. Get some free stuff. It's always a great thing. There's always things like Dead by Daylight, Apex, a lot Destiny. of games. Call, like, call always check it out. Yeah, there's Call of Duty stuff. Like, they always check it's it out. It. Always, like, everyone's partnered with Amazon because Jeffrey Bezos wants to run the world. So, like, definitely look at that. War- Warframe does Amazon Prime too. War- oh, I did not know that. So, that, there you go. All right. So, now the big thing. So, um, one of the community leaders, um, uh, uh, Hippie, she had posted, um, uh, like, like she had posted that, um, like this week we were going to receive new, like, like information about the release date for the, like, for the uh, the the returning raid for next season because somebody asked her on Twitter when we would receive information about the release date. No one said. I need to make this very clear because I thought this too. No one said they were going to re- reveal what the raid was going to be. However, <laughs> Bungie being real slick, and they're revealing what the returning raid is going to be three days before it releases. Because um, I, I, I don't recall. I don't know if season uh, like, like, like the, it, the redacted three days after the season starts. So season starts. On, on what Tuesday, August twenty third. Yep. The day of the big showcase, you get to know three days before the raid. That's when they reveal Arc three point They reveal everything that's going on in the Vidoc, and they're gonna show what the seasonal stuff is too. Also, while hinting towards the future with Lightfall, at the, like at the end of the year, and they're gonna reveal what the raid is. That means people who are going to do the first day of the raid, you are going to need to start prepping now, as in start picking up bounties and holding them, like getting like your weapons high enough light, because what I'm hoping that they're going to do is that they're going to make it so you can enter the raid at high enough light, whatever the, this, year, this season's seasonal cap is, which is 1570, or like, without having to sweat the whole week, three hey, uh, days hey, out. Uh, What's up? So Bungie did say that I'm qu- I'm looking at the twelve. Right oh, now, yeah, you quoted. will need to be fifteen sixty power to uh to be at cap for all encounters. Cool. Yes, I so missed we know that. We have Thank to, you. We know we have to be at fifteen sixty. You at least had to participate in stuff from last season, which that's how accessible they did with Vaughn, where you they said you had to at least be thirteen hundred. They're at least saying if you take a break this season, don't do a lot. If you are at least high enough light from last season, you can do this season. Like you can do this raid. So we'll have already had a big step being 1570. If you're at max cap now, now you need to work on getting all of your weapons high enough light. Having the like, and we don't know what we're going to be running up against on day one. I know I'm going to go on day one to see what was going on. So. Whether yeah. it's like you need to have like Izanagi's Burning ready, your Galahorn ready, like the, there's definitely going to be lists of guns that people start putting out, but like those guns will be the most things to have on hand in your vault or in your inventory to have because we don't know what this raid is going to be until three days before, <laughs> which yeah. like 
that's a really close to the chest moves right there. But given what Bungie has had to deal with, where their stuff keeps getting leaked, where they even had Sony Japan leak the trailer for season of the haunted early. So they had to go well crap and release everything like, like that had to suck because they were playing it real close to the chest, trying to do something cool. And then everyone just kind of had it dropped on them because of one trailer dropping. So that is a whole thing. Um, I gotta say, I really hope it's Wrath of the Machine, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's like, going to be King's Fall. If, if I get Wrath of the Machine, I will be the happiest person on God's Earth. That's all I'm saying. Like, it will be the greatest. I it will tie so good. Game. It will be I great. Want no, I want raids. both. Like, it would be great if they just dropped both raids. That'd be funny as hell. But, but like, I get one, and I'd be happy with either, so... I just, like, I think it'd be really cool because, like, everyone expects King's Fall. I pray to God Bungie isn't, like, like not listening to their community and does Crota's End because that would be the, the worst choice possible. The like um, glorified dungeon. That, to this day, Pit of Heresy literally remixes Crota's music for the final boss because the final boss is a glorified Crota clone. Um, so, I and they even put Crota in dares of eternity so that would look real weird if if they just redo crota for the the new raid um that would be bad <laughs> so it's either king's fall or wrath of the machine i wish it'd be wrath of the machine but it's probably not gonna be it's gonna be king's fall but that's still cool it'll be fun to go through um there's probably gonna be some streamers that go back through original OG King's Fall to prep for it, which will be kind of cool. So, look out for that. Tola and I were actually talking about that. Ooh, I'd be down for that. That'd be, that'd be dope as hell. Um, so, so, get ready for that kind of uh, like fun stuff. That'll be co- cool to look forward to. Um, I really hope that with this, because they're, like, they're doing the same thing as, la- as last time with the returning raid, where you have, if you want to chase worlds first, you have to not only complete the raid, you have to um, complete. You need to go back into the raid after you complete it, and then complete a set of challenges similar to like a seal, and complete complete all those challenges in a run to to, to achieve worlds first. They're making it so you can't just speed through old content and win. You have to actually like get through it again with harder stakes, not just contest mode. Because contest mode, for those who don't know is a mode where, regardless of how high your light is, you're always going to be 20 light below the encounter. So, say, if if Toll is 1560, and uh, Prismatic is 1565, and I'm 1570, we're all going into the raid where every encounter is 20 light above us. That's what we're looking at here. So that's what you like. You'll need to think about if you would, would attempt like a, a day one clear or world first if you're nutty enough to do it. But for me, I'm, I want to get my first day one badge ever. I'm super excited about it. Same. Yeah, I I feel like it'll be super dope. Um, I'm even gonna call off work for that because I work Fridays, but I'm gonna be tired on Saturday. <laughs> so I would that'll be, be able really to cool. drive and not um, but, in the day. That's fair. We, like at that point, we might need more people. So that'll be really cool. I'm excited about that. It's gonna be, it's gonna be dope. Like I, I feel like Bungie kind of raised the stakes down by like holding it till 23rd. I think that'd be dope. Um, yeah. Told do you have any thoughts? Um, I'm ready for a new raid. I'm ready for new loot. I'm about to say, yeah, we're getting to that point where we we gotta need more loot. We're we're at we're at, it's been dry um, for a hot minute. <laughs> I like the bring them bring back a few old weapons, but they need to bring something new to the table that can like if, during the season. All the weapons from Duality, amazing. Mm-hmm. Gotta be twenty bucks for that. Well, that was ten bucks. Twenty. Really? Wow. You're getting both the you're getting the dungeon key for season seventeen and nineteen. Oh, uh, okay. 
but I want a, a way that you can get the good guns for free. That's very so true. That, so that way, you can someone can always have like a storm chaser or something like that in their back pocket. That's why I love the Palmyra B. Love Palmyra D is a great weapon because <laughs> it's a goaded rocket launcher you can easily craft. Yeah, like, and that's what's been really cool about like Witch Queen since that started is that we're in a time where there are high level weapons that anybody can attain. Mm. So that's very much a situation we're at right now where, like, like if you need to enter a raid and they're like, well, you need a rocket launcher, you can whip out a crafted Palmera D and B, or is it B? I don't know. It's but B. like, it's B. Okay, cool. You can have, like, it's a really powerful rocket launcher. Banshee souls like like, like sell static rolls of it all the time. It like like today he had a surplus explosive light one that was really good. So you can definitely pick that up. He's has like he has auto loading explosive light before. So like there's guns in the game that anybody can pick up right now. Like is it a pain to buy the the dungeon? Yeah, but does it have one of the most accessible and one of the, and the most powerful linear fusion rifle in the game for people? Most death. So it's got that, so yeah. many different good weapons that you yes. can get. Like that's the point like, we're at. You have the new purpose pulse rifle. You have the unforgiven submachine gun. You have the lingering dread grenade launcher. You have the two reprised weapons they put in there as well. The Epicurean and the machine gun. You've got two solid you got solid weapons all around in that dungeon for everybody. So, you know that don't have a single rocket launcher. Yo, so shout out to Alchemy King, uh, one of one of our clan base. This man's flat out. We we were gonna we were gonna use rocket launchers for a grandmaster today for clearing arms dealer for the conqueror seal. We asked him, "Do you have a rocket launcher?" He goes, "I have." The heretic from Shadowkeep, and we're like, yeah. of all of all rocket launchers, you have that. Like you don't you don't have like a Hazen Vengeance for Vault of Glass. No, you don't have a Palmyra B that Banshee's been selling or that you can craft. No, you don't you even have like the, the Tomorrow's Answer or the Bump of the Night, like something. No, and we're like, how? Just put just put your. I mean, don't want to put his uh. Other and we're, and we're not, we're not, we weren't saying this to like 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 gatekeeper no. be mean to him. This is like someone who sweats the game as much as the rest of us and should have been had this. We were literally just like clowning on him because he's one of our clan mates. Um, so we basically just told him to put uh, Galahorn on and call it a day. Honestly, but no, like make sure, like we're at a really good point right now where there are so many weapons that are needed that are like a are going to be really helpful for day one raid. But also just high end content in general that are so accessible to the player base. Like you can get through master, like you can get, you can get through even like regular duality the dungeon with not much trouble. Anyone can teach it to you. Like let me know if you need a teacher, I will teach it to you. Anybody can get through it within a few hours, if not an hour, and you can clear it and have some good loot that you could use in high level content. So definitely, like, get on that because definitely Storm Chaser, you're gonna see it day one for for King's Fall War Wrath of the Machine. You're gonna see it. The one gripe I have with that whole system is you need five weapons to grind it, and then you need to level up those weapons to get the perks you want. Yeah. <laughs> so I wish they would make it to three guns. First, the seasonal guns. The raid guns, you can make them four, one less than they are now. And make them I level mean, up a little faster, and then I think people will be really happy. I think I think the raid ones are kind of like like especially with with the Vow of the Disciple ones, those being five makes sense. Because you have what like prior to Storm Chaser, the second best linear fusion rifle in the game. With cataclysmic, you have deliverance, which is still raining, wreaking havoc in PvP. 
you Forbearance have this, next season is going to be cracked. You have Forbearance next season, which will be cracked because of it being an arc wave frame grenade launcher. And you have, that, Insidious, you have Insidious, which is one of the one of the best old pulse rifles in the game in its archetype because of and how hard hitting it is. And it's arc. Like that way. And, right and it has look, adaptive munitions. Yes, it can. It can roll the adaptive munitions, which will be great for high level content. And you know, you, you know that. Bungie's gonna put a pulse rifle mod or a scout rifle mod in next season. So death. I want anti barrier scout back. Like, cause unstoppable scout has been fun this season. We've been having some fun, but yeah, anti barrier yeah. scout was king, bro. Like you just tap, tap, tap shield goes away, especially if an explosive payload it's gone. Cause this season wouldn't have an only anti barrier pulse and uh, like piercing sidearm. It hasn't really been that fun to fight anti barrier. But like, Literally, it's like, alright, I'm running hard. RB. Honestly, you're just running Arbalist, or Ariana's Vow. It's easier to crack those shields versus running a Pulse Rifle. I mean, the only, like, exception to the to that would be the Halo Pistol. Yeah. I had that's about a sidearm. That. Yeah. So, like, that, like, that's definitely, like, where we're kind of at. We're, like, we're, like, we're in a really good state where a lot of weapons are accessible, and we definitely recommend chasing them. Um, if you need a full list, I can work on putting that out on the Twitter. But yeah, <laughs> excuse me. So uh, that's where we're pretty much going to wrap up. Um, we're definitely going to link the swap in the in the uh, the show notes that way people can uh, peep it because it's very important. It's a um, massive TWAB, and there's a lot of math in there, and a lot of stuff I didn't really understand myself. So don't feel afraid. Don't feel upset that you don't understand it. There's like even if I'll even there. link Astrocross's video where he like goes through it step by step because it's very much. That's why I would always tell people if you don't want to sit down and read this beefy ass TWAB or even a short TWAB, <laughs> if you just don't have nothing going on, like, there are content creators that break down the TWAB for you. So, Rick Cacus does one all the time. Rick Cacus is easy to understand. Yes, I know it's Rick Cacus. It's Rick Cacus. It's Rick Cacus, but that man breaks everything down so simplistic. He it's does. easy to understand. He makes it... He makes content easy to accessible. Easy to access. So because definitely make sure you keep down. Yeah. And he also posts great build videos. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. I always trust his builds, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, so definitely make sure you like look at all that stuff because with new content coming out in the next few weeks, you're gonna wanna be looking at the TWAP. That's your source of information from yep. Bungie. We'll try to inform you every week of what's going on. We'll try to give you tips as you get ready for next season. The main thing you want to do right now is start stocking up weekly bounties. Now, what do I mean by that? So when the season starts, and it's something that everyone's been kind of like, that Bungie sort of accepted and allowed, is that weekly bounties can carry over to the next season if you keep them in your inventory. And then when you claim them, especially when you claim them with someone in your fire team who's part of your clan or to someone in your fire team, you get shared wisdom. And when you claim all of those bounties at the tower, you're able to then gain a bunch of XP towards your your uh, season pass, which will help you unlock the artifact for that season to help you in the high-end content faster. So you're going to see a lot of people on day one of next season just going, like just cashing in their bounties as they do every season. That way, like, like, because you could go to freaking uh Shao Han, you could go to freaking Devrim, uh Eris on the moon, her electern, you could go to every you could go to uh uh freaking uh Petra now, you go to Vi- uh Fitch, all these different uh vendors to go you around have every and, vendor do all their bounties. Yes, like just go to every like I don't even like claim them, just hold them because obviously you're at the end, you're like you're leveled up enough. Just hold the bounties and start stacking them up because there's a good chance you'll be at like level 5, 10, 15, 20 like by those bounties alone and you'll have a step up and you'll start noticing creators doing hot like like start high doing high level content like master and hero like master and legend lost hunters day one that way they can start getting high level drops 
or you'll start seeing people doing comp on day one, like competitive, uh, like playlist survival on day one because of the system of drops it gives you because they want to get the higher light and the higher XP. And also one thing that you can do is strap like the highest level light mod to your ghost. That way that gives you more XP as well. So you're going to want to do those couple things. We'll talk about them more in depth as the, as the weeks go on. I'll make a list that way. Everyone's more informed. So look out for that. Um, does anyone have any closing thoughts for this week's podcast? I hope we feel better soon. Don't, <laughs> don't be afraid to do a GM. Don't be afraid to LFG for a GM. People are scary and mean and will leave if you die in the first 20 <laughs> seconds. Bro, Those yo, are rude can people. I talk about that for a second? <laughs> oh, yo, God, yo. I got panned on. Over. Panned point. Oh, boy. We, we had two people that joined us before we found a new clan member that... That actually stuck with us for seven hours with the with the GM. Um, so shout out to Red, he's awesome. But uh, we had two people who joined us back to back where we did the first opening section. I hadn't done a GM in two seasons. I was rusty. Tolls newer to GMs because he started doing last season. And not only did this person, both people die first, then us, and then they left. It showed that they did because we put farming uh, GM in our uh, like uh, title for for the LFG. They thought they were gonna get like free carries or whatever. It's like no, we work as a team in content. Not thinking you're elitist enough to think that you're gonna get carried or that you're too good to deal with people that get killed when you got killed first. So that's my little rant. I apologize. Told me to cut you off. <laughs> No, don't be afraid to do content. Raids are fun. They can be. I'm about to say raids are fun. Uh, Prismatic, what is your closing? Um, I don't really know if I have one this week, uh, considering that breathing is not super easy right this second. Um, I If you listen to the podcast and you like it, uh, just let us know. Send us something on the email, on Twitter. If there's something you want us to fix, if there's anything in particular you want us to talk about, just let us know. We're open to suggestions. Most deaf. I like that. This radio show is here to promote good vibes and, and, and promote a safe space for this video game. So, like, right, like you always feel welcome, whether it's me promoting it on TikTok, whether it's me uh, like, or it, me and Prismatic posting it on Twitter. Make sure that you are able to, like, feel safe. Uh, like talking to us because we are both like, like running the Twitter. We love talking to people. So like follow us and talk to us. We love hearing your ideas. Oh, so definitely do that. Oh, also before we sign off um, after re-listening to the first episode and realizing how uh, much of a pain in the butt it would be to possibly find me on TikTok because I had multiple different screen names. I did update my TikTok. So now it is prismatic liches. So I should be pretty much streamlined across all platforms now. Nice, I love that. Um, <laughs> that's dope as hell. So we will go ahead and wrap up the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, folks. And uh, we will catch you next time right here at Cosmodrome Radio. Um, have a good night, Guardians. <laughs>